0: Coming to you live from Charleston, South Carolina, this is TBD Sportscast. College football with your hosts, I'm Mason. And I'm Joey. And we are super excited to talk to you about some college football today with this episode entitled, I Am Confucian, because this college football season has been very confusing. We had two big upsets so far in the season, Uh, a lot of hirings and firings already. And uh, yeah, so let's hit it off with a We One Recap.
1: We start at noon in the AAC with UCF at Cincinnati. The Bearcats come out swinging looking great on both sides of the ball. proving this week that they can score the big points and that they belong in the top four. They take the win 56 to 21. Heading to the Lone Star State, we've got Oklahoma State at Texas. After winning the entire game, the Longhorns once again blow a big lead in the fourth quarter. The Cowboys come up with some big defensive stops and succeed in the comeback to win the game. 32-24. Next up, we head east to the classic city, Athens, Georgia, where the Wildcats take on the Dawgs. Once again, the Georgia defense remains supreme, only allowing 13 points from the Kentucky offense. The Bulldogs take it, 30-13. Then we head back to the Big 12 TCU at Oklahoma. With Rattler bench, Caleb Williams steps up and leads the Sooners to a big win over TCU. Final score. 52 to 31 next up our ACC game of the week NC State at Boston College once again defense reigns supreme and NC State takes the win 33 to 7 finally up north to the Big Ten Purdue at Iowa in the second week in a row we see a top four upset as the Boilermakers stun the Hawkeyes the Purdue offense and defense step it up to pull off the upset final score 24 to 7
0: Yeah, so we're going to get into some overrated, underrated now with that slate of games last week, right? So starting off with that big upset, Iowa and Purdue, so we're just going to look at some teams real quick, and uh, we're going to start out with Iowa, so I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, it's a huge upset in the Big Ten, Iowa's number two, I mean, but Purdue is not any team, apparently, to mess with, so I mean, like, what do you, and and, you know, they came into the 25 this week, so at 25, so what do you think? Is Iowa overrated or underrated? (laughs)
1: I feel that the game was less so of Iowa, more so Purdue. I do know that Iowa's offense was a lot more overrated. Uh, It was really their defense who was carrying them throughout the games, and I feel like their offense was very lackluster. College game day even touched up on that a good bit. Um, And in order to win that game against Purdue, their offense really had to pull through, and they didn't. So in that sense, I do believe that Iowa is, or at least was, overrated. Um, they're still in the top 12, so it's kind of like we got to see where they go from here if their offense can step it up. But as of right now, Iowa overrated.
0: This is actually a really tough one, but at the same time it's not because if you go back to Penn State, I mean the only reason that they won that game by field goal, by the way, is because Sean Clifford came out of the game for Penn State and couldn't do anything anymore on offense so Penn State was not able to get anything rolling in that game and that was a big win for them I mean that, that's another you know in conference win and it's the game I'm pretty sure that shot them into the top four mm-hmm. and you know they went to number you know they went to number two and I don't know I, it's really difficult I say they're overrated I, I college game day like you said called it and they all called the upset they were like yeah Purdue's probably gonna ups, uh, like uh upset Iowa yeah and it ended up happening. I didn't see it happening, but it did. And it's, and it's caused a huge thing in college football now, because I mean, like you said last week, Alabama is already back in the top four. Yeah. So yeah, I, I say, I say that Iowa is overrated. Uh, I don't, I think they're definitely out of the playoff conversation for sure. I mean, they got beat by an unranked team and they fell and, and it's not like Alabama, right? I mean, Alabama came back the next week and beat down on Mississippi state. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it is Mississippi state. But, yeah. You
1: know. I, I think that, uh, in another sense, though, I mean Purdue is being overlooked a lot. Uh, they're what four and two now. They're they're honestly a good team. They lost some games that you know, oh well. But they kind they pulled through through for this game. Um, so in that sense, if we were doing it overrated underrated for Purdue, I would say they're underrated. But yeah, with this loss, I don't see Iowa coming out of this um, ending the season in the playoffs. I think that everybody ahead of them is pretty set.
0: Yeah, and with Purdue, I mean we gonna, we're not going to we're not going to dive into it too much no, with Purdue. Yeah. I wouldn't say that they're underrated yet. I mean, who knows? This still could be a fluke cuz you know they're going to play Wisconsin next Look, week and they yeah. could come out and that's another unranked team and lose. So, we'll just have to see, but moving on, last week we talked about this team, we're going to talk to them, talk about them again because this week Oklahoma is no longer starting with Spencer Rattler. Caleb Williams is in there and this is a completely different Oklahoma team
1: uh without Spencer Rattler they were one uh, i i can't tell you what they're like with Spencer Rattler with Spencer Rattler they've always been overrated yeah uh with Caleb Williams um i think he's a great quarterback i think their offense is finally going but with that defense still that's what i was going to say it's kind of um kind of the thing that's holding me back from saying underrated i think the point where they're at with Caleb Williams they're closer to being w- perfect where they're at but if anything i i would have to say they're still overrated only because if you still have to rely on your offense to win games granted that's kind of like well no duh but like if if your offense is having to have a shootout game every game they're gonna get exhausted and and so on and so forth and if your defense can't back them up you're gonna get to the playoffs and realize defense does a lot yeah it's a big
0: factor and I would I would kind of agree with you I'm waiting I'm still going to say they're overrated Mm -hmm. but I'm going to wait to say they're underrated because I want to see Caleb Williams play Oklahoma's Mm -hmm. taking on Kansas you know I mean that's that's a nobody team they're obviously going to win this game
1: they're going to get some practice in yeah
0: exactly (laughs) and so I I want to see Oklahoma with Caleb Williams get some numbers like Georgia over Vanderbilt Mm-hmm. Right, 62 to 0. I want to see is him possible. Yeah, I want to see him get numbers like that. But with that defense, I mean even Kansas could probably score on Oklahoma. Yeah, I think. So, I'm definitely waiting to see on that one.
1: Yeah, I think Kansas will probably still end up scoring somewhere in there. Um, but
0: especially cuz I'm sure Oklahoma is going to send the backups in. Oh yeah, but so, I
1: think that if they have a game like Georgia versus Vanderbilt, they'll definitely have
0: that kind of mind flip for me yeah definitely and the last team we're looking at in this overrated underrated segment joey's excited all about this one and i am too cincinnati i mean and now they're not just in the top four they're They're in in the the top top two two. so now cincinnati is the number two team behind georgia you do realize that if georgia loses Cincinnati is number 1. Cincinnati is going to be number 1. Not <laughs> well, they're going and we'll get into that much more next week yeah. cuz Georgia or Florida Hate Week starts next week. But yeah. yeah, this is this is um this is a team who we're actually really 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 excited to see in the top 4 and yeah. at this high because they are underrated. Yeah. This group is an underrated five. team. Yeah. And this is the first group of 5 team I'm pretty sure to be in the top 4
1: at all. Uh, it is. And yeah. you know um Hey, man, Coastal Carolina's coming there, too. They're they're making their way.
0: I, I hope to see them very, very we will, soon.
1: We will be talking about them in a little bit. But uh, Cincinnati, yeah, I mean, number two is perfect for them right now. Um, honestly, anywhere from two to four. Uh, but uh, I, I can't see them number one, so I can't say they're underrated still. I think they're perfect where they're at. Uh, I want to say they're underrated, but, you know, only problem I have is I still need to see them play a little tougher games. Like yeah, that's if the, it's they the were strength to play, of schedule, bro. Yeah, it's the strength of schedule, which kind of sucks. But, I mean, at the end of last season, they played Georgia very well. Granted, Georgia was missing a good bit of players. Yeah, we've talked about um, that. We've yeah. already talked about that. But um, for them to play a few more tougher games would be great to see. So then they could definitely say we're definitely number one. But they got to go all out and i'm i'm happy to see them here. Uh, I think they're perfect where they're at.
0: Yeah, and i'm right there with you. Cincinnati's yeah. 100% overrated. Can't wait to see them hopefully get into the playoffs and play Same. the big games. But moving on now, our game of the week and uh this is the first time, well no, sorry. This is the second time this season that this team has been in our game of the week. Uh, but kind of this is one of those weeks this week where there's just not a lot of interesting things going on in college football. I mean, every single game this week is an unranked team versus a ranked team. Well, hey, So there's, there's some kind of playoff altering games where if an yeah. upset happened, then it would, then it would work, but everything's pretty boring this week, but this is, this is going to be a good game. This right one's here. interesting. Yeah, in so, The fact yeah, that tell, yeah. one,
1: one team is predicted not to win in which that hasn't happened in a long freaking time. Yeah. So it's Clemson it. at 23 Pittsburgh. Um, it is at Pittsburgh again at three thirty. Uh, this is gonna be this gonna be a tough one. Yeah, this um, is our
0: ACC game of the week.
1: Our ACC game of the week, yeah. And I I, I honestly don't agree with what everybody else thinks. I, I I see people thinking that Pittsburgh is gonna come out with this win, which yeah, I mean I can understand that they had a good game against Tennessee. They had a few other good games, um, but and it's at Pittsburgh which is tough, and Clemson's offense still hasn't been playing to what they should be, um, but their defense has been really doing good. Absolutely. Um, Pittsburgh is known to be having a really high-powered offense this season, and their defense isn't too bad. But um, Clemson's defense has held up against uh, some pretty good offenses. I mean, Georgia, for example, and NC State. Granted, we still lost, but that came down to the Clemson offense. So I think Clemson takes this one. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think Clemson pulls out of it.
0: Yeah, this one's a tough one for me, but this team, the Clemson has been in our game of the week twice, and both times I've pulled against them, and, I, and I'm going to do it for a third time. So I'm going to choose Pittsburgh here. I think their defense is just going to be too strong for that Clemson O-line because their defense really is what has been winning them games is, is what has been allowing them to play well in the ACC? Yeah. So I, I just I just don't see Clemson pulling this out. I mean, they, they lost to NC State. They almost lost to Syracuse. And I know that's a tough place to play. But I mean, mm-hmm. Syracuse almost beat Wake Forest the week before. Yeah. It's And this is the second time in a week in a row that Clemson has had to play outside of Death Valley. So once again, yeah, I'm going to pick Pittsburgh to win this game. And, you know, we have been talking a lot about all these different, you know, teams coming in, especially like Pittsburgh being at 23. But now we're going to talk about some AP Top 25. So starting out with who left, right? Because there's a lot of teams that left this week. Mm -hmm. We start off with number 17, Arkansas, after a loss to unranked Auburn. I think this was warranted. I think, I don't know if they should have dropped all the way out, but now they're a three loss team after losing to Georgia and Ole Miss by like, one point but <laughs> I, I think
1: I think they kind of made themselves drop out of the top 25 going for that two-point conversion taking a risk instead of tying it for, for over time
0: yeah they could have given Lane Kiffin a loss
1: I mean yeah it, they could have kept from having a three-game losing streak but they kind of put themselves in that position so I kind of find it reasonable
0: yeah, and I do too. And no, next team, this was a kind of a shock, but it's only because they lost. Number eighteen, Arizona State, after a loss to unranked Utah, and nobody saw Utah winning this game.
1: I'm upset. With and I kind of called State. this at
0: the beginning. I mean, like I said, I don't think Arizona State's really going to be. And Arizona State dropped out after a came loss to BYU, in. came back in, and then went back out.
1: It, it, it's I'm frustrated. That that's. That's my favorite team in that conference. Yeah,
0: I know, but the thing is with the Pac-12 this year, too, I've been hearing a lot of people say, like, the Pac-12 is anybody's conference. I mean, I still think it's going to be Oregon, but, like, Oregon, UCLA, Stanford, I mean... It, I it's mean, anybody. Shoot, yeah, Washington
1: it's, has a chance still. Yeah,
0: dude. It's, well, everybody except USC and Arizona. Everybody they're, except they're for USC. And yeah, D- Arizona <laughs> even
1: tried to put their name in there after all, coming <laughs> close to UCLA, but not close enough. Uh, next one is ni- number nineteen BYU dropping out after a loss to unranked
0: Baylor. Baylor yeah, um, f- that was foreseen. Um, I didn't see that coming, but you did say a couple weeks ago that Baylor is actually, not to count them out yet, because they are a good team. They're a so good team. welcome they back. Just, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, number 20, Florida, is dropping out after a loss to unranked LSU. This should it, have happened
0: last week. Last week. But, yeah, but this <laughs> is the one you've been waiting for, because yeah. you were thinking, well, if... Clemson drops out, then Florida's gonna drop out. But yeah, no, I I think it's crazy. You know, I mean they, LSU got the got the win. I mean Emory Jones didn't do them any favors throwing like four interceptions. Yeah. But you know, uh, you know Ed Orgeron lives to uh to live another week. Oh. What what's what's, breaking news, Ed Orgeron and LSU have mutually parted ways starting in twenty twenty two. Yeah.
1: What? Uh, kind of foreseen. I mean. You have the best team in college football, and now you you struggle to get wins. I mean, I thought it was going to happen after a losing season, but I don't know. It's I'm just glad they didn't
0: fire him in the middle of the season. Like, I oh, still yeah. don't agree with it. I think they should have given him one more. But I mean, he definitely has. Well, he he, he took the with win. He took it. he took the win in 19. Went all the way and won it, and then I mean, the program just fell apart. He just stopped. Yeah. He just didn't have any focus. So yeah, and a lot of
1: things happening in that program too that we don't really see so
0: and i mean too i mean they had a lot of unforeseen injuries though so especially with like keishon butte and Derek stingley i mean yeah Yeah. it's 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 not good uh but next in our last team to leave the ap top 25 this last week number 25 texas after a loss to number 12 oklahoma state this one was definitely yeah this one was definitely warranted uh i think the ap was just like waiting because i think that nobody really knew if texas was good or not yeah right because i mean they played great in three quarters against Oklahoma, and then blew a lead in the fourth quarter. Well, look what they did again. And they the, played yeah, great in yeah. three
1: quarters against Oklahoma State, and then blue a lead lost again. In the again fourth. Yeah, so. it's it's
0: not good. But that's that's all the teams who left. Uh, pretty much in agreement with all of them. I think Arkansas is a little sus, maybe, but I mean they're a three loss team. They needed to go. So yeah. entering now, and this is the these are the teams. Some of these that were a little little sus. Uh, number or sorry. First up entering unranked Auburn to number nineteen after a win against seventeen Arkansas. So uh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I mean, this is another team that, you know, didn't start out in the top twenty five, came into the top twenty five, dropped out of the top twenty five, and then came back into the Green, top twenty five.
1: Their, their 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 two losses were against two really good teams. Yeah. So Penn I don't State know. and Georgia. Penn State and Georgia, so I, I never saw them coming out of the un, the top 25, but they did, and they're back in.
0: Yeah, and next up, uh, unranked Baylor to number 20 after a win against number 19, BYU. Don't this count was, them out. Yeah, that's like you said, don't count that team out. This this is a Texas team that – this is the only Texas team that's ranked now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, this one, we, we're kind of in a little bit of a disagreement. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's a little sus. Not the most sus, but a little sus uh unranked pit to number 23 after a win against virginia tech
1: uh i, I mean they're a good team like a, like like we said earlier their offense is doing really good things their defense is pretty decent they're a good team uh they only have one loss which you know happens they they played a good game against tennessee uh i thought they should have been ranked a little a little sooner rather than now but um i'm just glad to see them finally getting recognition
0: yeah, and I'm with you there. Uh but it's definitely not the most sus one. This is the one that is the most sus. UTSA University of Texas at San Antonio yeah. number 24 after being undefeated at 7 and 0. The only sole reason. reason. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Sole reason being undefeated. Uh it's if, it's if weird. that if that were to work then, you know, so many other teams should be in there, but they're not going to be in the CFP. Oh, absolutely the, not. The ra- is, the yeah. CFP rankings. I mean, um, so
0: I kind of would have I kind of rather have a three-loss Arkansas over UTSA. Yeah,
1: but um, you know, that, that's the AP for you. The and, other the other yeah. team entering is Purdue at 25 after an upset win over number 2 Iowa.
0: And I think we could both be in agreement that if we could re-rank the bottom 3 teams, it would probably be 24 Purdue, or sorry, 23 Purdue, 24 Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh and Denver. number 25 UTSA.
1: Yeah, but that's just how the the AP works, and you know, it because just works is, that way. What
0: has UTSA done, bro? Nothing. I mean, Purdue beat if you the number two team in the country. Beat,
1: if you look at the teams they beat, it's nobody's. If I mean, you were pur- to put yeah. them up against Coastal Carolina, Ridiculous. App State, like, anybody within shoot, Kansas could probably beat them, you know? so I mean, whatever.
0: I mean, if UTSA comes out the clutch and, like, beats, like, a couple top 25 teams, like, whatever but like
1: <laughs> yeah so I, I mean i don't know but, but it, speaking of yeah AP. so
0: speaking of some really big matchups coming into our big wheat eight matchups all right by the time this game comes out it'll already been played it's really being played really early and we're only covering this team because we love them so much all right so it's we number hate the other yeah it's number 14 ccu at unranked app state at 7 30 p.m this is an in-conference sunbelt matchup so but the, there's a couple reasons we're covering this game. We're not going to get too deep. But one, we, we're Western students and we hate App State. Mm-hmm. Number two, we're from Charleston, so we love Coastal Carolina. And number three, this is a classic matchup. Mm-hmm. This, is a, this is a really big one. This was one that was actually kind of close last year. This was one of the closest games that CCU and App State played last year. Uh, but it's not going to be close this year. I'm putting in my pick right now, Coastal Carolina, even though they're at App State.
1: I think it's, yeah, I I agree. I think it's going to be Coastal Carolina that comes out with the win. Uh, I definitely think that this game is the one chance that Coastal Carolina can be upset. Um, App State is definitely the kind of team to do that. But their offense hasn't been doing very well as of recent. Um, And their defense, yeah, their defense is okay. But uh, matching up against Coastal Carolina's offense and then their Already lackluster offense against a really strong Coast Carolina defense. Uh, Coast Carolina should come out with the win on this one.
0: Yeah, and that's just a no-brainer. I mean, like you said, yeah, they could be upset. It's pretty much the only chance on their schedule that they have to be upset. I'm wishing that they would play a tougher conference schedule, but it is what it is. It's not in their
1: control right now. Not
0: right now, but it will be in the future. All right, moving on to Saturday now, some of our big matchups. Speaking of Purdue at 25, we have unranked Wisconsin at number 25 Purdue at 3 o'clock p.m. This is our big 10 game of the week. So what do you think? Who takes this out?
1: I think Wisconsin, although they have a decent defense, their offense is still very not good uh meanwhile Purdue has shown that their offense is really good uh putting up some good numbers against everybody they've played and then their defense showed up and showed out last game and they have been showing up and showed up showing out all season I think Purdue comes out with a win
0: yeah I I agree I think Purdue wins this I think that we thought Wisconsin was going to be really good at the beginning of the season and then Penn State's defense manhandled them at the beginning and Penn State's only gotten better. I mean, they've got a loss to Iowa, but, you know, at the time, Iowa's defense was really good, and Sean Clifford was out. So, anyway, <laughs> no, I don't think Wisconsin wins this. I think with the way that Purdue just manhandled yeah. Iowa last week, I think I think Purdue takes this one out. Next up, number eight, Oklahoma State at Iowa State at 3.30 p.m. This is our Big 12 game of the week, and it's going to be, I think, I think it's going to be a better matchup than a lot of people are saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh I, I think Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State wins this only because I don't think Iowa State has much in them at this point. Uh, they're still a pretty good team, but they don't win. They haven't won the big games.
0: This is where your going record's gonna get even better this week. So mm-hmm. sorry, Mason Mason Malone fans, but <laughs> no, I think uh, I think Iowa State is gonna win this for one reason. Breeze Hall, their running game is really really strong. Their defense did not play terrible against Iowa which is probably their worst loss of the season but i think i think Iowa State's going to win this game it's going to, it's you not know, gonna, Texas's
1: yeah. uh, run game is really strong too yeah i know probably even better than Iowa State we'll see what that's happens that's an interesting call that's an interesting we will call we'll see what happens the next game is a tough prediction uh, yeah. number 10 Oregon at uh, unranked UCLA at 3:30 is our pack 12 game of the week um that's a tough one. You, uh, some of y'all might I'll be saying, first. "How? First. How is this a tough one?" Trust me, it's a tough
0: one. It it really is because, like we said earlier, the Pac-12 right now is anybody's conference mm-hmm. to win. Pretty much everybody has at least one loss, uh, except for Arizona and UCLA, or except for Arizona and USC. They all they both have like three or four Multiple. losses. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I know you know, and Oregon almost lost to Cal last week. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it came down to the wire. It was a good game, though. But I mean, this is, this is UCLA, which is, I mean, still a really good team. I mean, they lost to Fresno State and they've lost to Stanford. So uh, but that cancels out because Oregon yeah, lost to Stanford. Stanford as well. This is really hard. I'm going to go Oregon. I think that Oregon, they're still ranked at number 10, they're still in the top 10. UCLA is unranked, but like we said, it's anybody's game, really. But I'm still going to say Oregon. Mm-hmm. I think the defense stands up to UCLA. Uh, I
1: definitely think that the the Oregon defense plays a factor in it. I think UCLA has something going on that I don't I don't know if they know what's happening or not. I mean, playing a awful game against Arizona a few weeks ago, um, but it, it is at UCLA. Granted, home field advantage doesn't matter in California. Nobody shows up to those games, <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> Uh, I honestly think that UCLA has it in them to beat Oregon. I think Oregon just, their offense hasn't been playing very well since well, Ohio State game. They got a lot State of injuries. Game. They lost for Dell. a lot of injuries, yeah. So I think, I think UCLA pulls this one out. Um, you know, one loss in my prediction category doesn't hurt me.
0: Well, this is what we thought at the beginning of the season was going to be the Pac-12 championship, right? I mean, because yeah. it, was, it was Oregon who came, or no, it was, it was UCLA who came out first tackling yep. LSU. And then mm-hmm. it was Oregon who came out and tackled Ohio State. Yeah. And I think now if Oregon played LSU again, I think LSU, would pull, I think LSU would pull that one out. And if Oregon played Ohio State, I think Ohio State would pull that one out as well. I mean, that may not be exactly right, but I think they would be closer games just because, I mean, yeah. Oregon has all those injuries now. UCLA has had some injuries and just isn't as good as people were, were calling I, yeah, for. I think time has so, gotten to them. Time yeah. has
1: gotten to them. And, you know, a lot of people agree that the further into the season that you get, you know, you see the, the team's true colors.
0: I still think um, this is going to be the conference championship. I still think it's going to be Oregon UCLA. It'll probably be Oregon
1: UCLA. Arizona State still in the in the conversation. They are. So, they are. You know, it, it's up there, but I, I definitely think UCLA pulls this one out. Um,
0: yeah. And our last game of the week, this is our SEC game of the week. This is probably the most interesting game in the SEC right now because of what Ed Orgeron has the chance to do, knocking off Wayne Kiffin, of course, unranked LSU. At 12, Ole Miss at 3.30 p.m.
1: Um, This is actually a tough one. I mean, LSU's defense isn't the best, but, you know, it held up Florida very pretty well until later in the game. Um, But I just don't see Lane Kiffin losing. I mean, after that game against Tennessee, which was a great game. I feel like all the Tennessee games are great. But I really just think that Ole Miss can pull through with <laughs> – can pull through with, uh, oh, goodness, with the game. I think LSU still has some problems going on. Ah, but, uh, yeah, Ole Miss, went,
0: oh, my gosh, Ole Miss wins this game. <laughs> no, no, for sure. Uh, I, think, I think Ole Miss wins this one, too. I think Lane Kiffin will outcoach at Orgeron. I do not see them winning this game. And, yeah, it's just going to be another Ole Miss win. I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people think.
1: Yeah, I think Matt Corral will have a really good game. I think LSU's defense will have a really good yeah, game.
0: Yeah, LSU's defense, actually, they've improved a lot this they've season. Been, they've improved a lot. Especially their without Derek Stigley. Problem. Their offense is a problem. Their offense
1: wasn't a problem last week, but it's no. a problem.
0: So, yeah, we'll see how they do against this Ole Miss defense, though. But that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, this, this, it's, it's been really confusing. I mean, it's been a really confusing couple weeks in I hate college, college football. football. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But always remember. No matter what team you pull for, if you're on God's side, you're always on the winning team. There is a God who loves you, who sent his only son to die for you while you are still his enemy. You are loved. You are cared for. We are praying for you. If you're struggling with anything, whether it be doubting your faith, mental health, sexual sin, whatever it may be, We're here to help you. We're here to point you in the right direction. And we're always here to point you to God. So because he loves you, he wants to know you, and he wants an even deeper relationship with you. And we here at TBD Sportscast College Football and at the TBD Sportscast organization believe that wholeheartedly. We love you. We're praying for you. And we will be back next Friday. All right. We're back here every Friday. We've enjoyed talking to you. We love you. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Later.